Hello, everybody. It is June 1st, 2017, and you're listening to the Talking Games Podcast. I'm Bobby Shortle, and I'm here with Kelsey Lavati. Hello. And Mr. Hugh Perry. I'm back. <laughs> yes, much to our chagrin, Hugh has returned. <laughs> Hugh has returned. I've got a lot of battlegrounds to talk about and not yeah. a lot of much else. <laughs> um, but we have some stuff to, to get into here for sure. Um, it's going to be a little bit of a shorter show because we started a little late because Long Island traffic was abysmal and terrible as it normally is. It took me an hour to get home, which it's supposed to take me a half an hour. So Grim. that's all wonderful stuff. Um, I'm getting up my uh, our little sheet here. I just, no no drunk hot. drivers crashing this time on your way home? No, 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 not like our not like our time here. <laughs> um Hugh and I driving home from the train station from Comic Con uh when he was visiting one time. We were driving on the road and I, and I was like, Oh, this person's driving a little weird and they were kind of swerving back and forth. And one time they swerved and they just kept going and they went into the woods on the side of the road. Yeah. And we kind of drove in shock for about two to three minutes yeah you were like <laughs> shall i call the police i was like yeah i think probably so your reaction yeah. was brilliant you were like oh 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 my god holy <laughs> fucking shit shit it was very shocking it was a shocking thing to see <laughs> it was. yeah you don't expect to see stuff like that um no not at all but uh but no 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 drunk drivers just normal terrible island traffic um and and these i don't know what face kelsey was just making but that was very interesting. <laughs> I was scratching my eye. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Kelsey, you weren't you weren't here last week. How have you been? How's school going? Uh, it's going pretty well actually. Like t- my classes are science fiction and graphic novel, so it makes it easier to have an intensive. Um, but it's still pretty hard. It's like at least two books a week so it's sort of catching up on on me right now and essays are coming up so i'm getting very nervous <laughs> so so are you nervous just because it's an it's the end and you always get nervous i mean because you you like you got your shit together kelsey thank you very much that's a beautiful compliment <laughs> because i don't feel like i do <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say that's that's easy to say from an outside perspective. Oh yeah, totally, totally. Yes, absolutely. But I'm get to be an outsider in this situation, so I'll go with it for sure. Um what what's the what essay are you the most scared of, Kelsey? Um, to be honest, I didn't look at my science fiction class one because it's due like the end of June, so I'm like, ah, I have time for that. But my graphic novel one's due next week and it's on um it's like, what do the Watchmen represent? Well, there's a bunch of questions, but that's the one I chose. Mm, okay. And I'm going to um, discuss how they each represent a different philosophy and how, because of that, it leads to their downfall as a unit. And then because of that, it leads to, spoiler, um, Adrian's um, optimistic view on his diabolical plan. I guess okay. that's that's the main thesis. Um, I just have to write it. <laughs> okay, that's an important part. It's an important part of the equation for sure. So I'm I'm pretty nervous about it because I know it's um, it's going to be a lot to break down. Mm-hmm. So I, have to discuss, I get it. Yeah, discuss yeah. like traditional superhero critique of traditional superhero. How they're all philosophies. No, 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 no. And then eventually, like, <laughs> you got this, Kelsey. You got, you got it. it. Thank you. <laughs> you, you got this. Um, yeah. I mean, I do not miss having to do that stuff at all. I do. I do. I did really like school. I really loved school, but I do do not miss that part of it. <laughs> I agree. I had a year off from school, and I all I was thinking about was going back to school. And now that I'm back, I'm like. What was wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> I never went to university, so um, straight into horrible work. Hugh, you're sounding a little bit low now. Am I? Okay. Yeah. I'll, um, I don't know why, but you're sounding very low. That's weird. 
Now you're good. Um, now you're back. Okay. Now you're back. I'll put um, myself up a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Um, so, uh, so forget about this school stuff. Uh, who needs it, right? Uh, what, yeah. <laughs> what are we playing as far as games go, Kelsey? I know what you and I are going to talk about. Have you had a chance to play anything in this lead up to your your exams? Just injustice. Just injustice. So last yeah. time we talked a couple, a couple weeks ago, you'd only really played like tutorial stuff. Yeah. How are you feeling now? I really liked it. I was listening to the discussion that you guys had last week on it. And um, I really liked it. I wrote notes. I wasn't prepared, so I have to go open them. <laughs> um, yeah, so I found the the plot to be well-written and interesting. I understood, like, when you said that sometimes the fight scenes, like, appeared randomly. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, that is true. But, like, when I was playing, I didn't really notice. I think I was just so excited to Yeah, it's a bit like a Western respect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, someone looks at someone yeah. a bit strange and they're like, the fuck are you looking at? Let's have a fight. <laughs> exactly. But I didn't notice until like Bobby brought that up and I was like, oh yeah, that is kind of <laughs> weird. I'm good at damaging people's opinions of things, Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, it was all like A plus. I loved it. <laughs> um, But I love Supergirl. She's such a precious little cinnamon bun. And oh, she was my favorite character. I was so happy, especially like when you see her at first. She's behind the rock. Oh my god, she was so cute. And oh, my phone closed. And uh, so good. I like the fighting mechanics, and I think that if you like fighting games in general, then you you'll love the game. Like I think it's pretty pretty standard. Um, I think NetherRealm did a great job with uh, the facial animation, and I I've said this a lot, like when discussing my chair, excuse me, when discussing uh, the game with people. Like I think the facial animation was mind blowing. I was so impressed. Like yeah, it is really good. The scene that I always um, bring up is like when uh, Black Canary, Harley Quinn, <sighs> Green. It's Green Hour, right? That's with them? Yeah. Them three? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes, yes. And then um, they're staring and they see Deadshot and they're in the the window and they all have faces like staring at them and Harley's mm-hmm. like, like, you can't see through podcast medium. But <laughs> it's like, like that. And I was like, oh my God, that's so like well done. And like all their faces are, all three of them are completely different. Like I thought that was like, amazing and such like a little detail that you don't realize until you have a game that does it yeah i told you the spatial animations are amazing <laughs> yeah in that game Insane. they're absolutely amazing in that game uh it, it's unbelievable how they're able to capture that stuff and especially because in the lead up to the game when they were showing early trailers one of the things that was most like harped upon was how bad the faces looked in the early trailers the fact they were able to get them to look so good by the end is, is pretty amazing. Yeah. And the the transitions between um like I've played um Batman's section and I'm on to who is it you play second? Uh is it Harley second? Yes. No, yes. It, or is it or is it Green Arrow and then It's Green Arrow second. and Black Ble- yeah, Green Black Arrow Black and Black Canary. Yeah, is, is, yeah. Is, yeah. Yes. Yes. Um like the transitions between um, sort of like the cutscenes and the actual fights themselves are so like seamlessly done. Um, yes. I, I'm I, I'm playing it purely because, um, just because I want to play through the story. Like I, fighting games aren't my thing. Like I'm I'm not going to say like I won't trash on it because it's not right for me to trash on a a type of game that I it just isn't my thing. No, me neither. And, Aside from that, I'm terrible at them. Like, I get halfway through sort of like, I need to press back up, down, triangle, square, da, 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 and then I'm just like, ah, my fingers just start going like in knots. So I'm, t- I'm terrible at them. But like, I really enjoyed the first Injustice on the back of the story. Um, like, I just put the difficulty all the way down and just sort of button mashed my way through it. But yeah, the the, the first section of that game and there's a lot of like even just in that part like in batman's part there's so much like good character stuff and setting up like little bits 
Um, but yeah, like you say, the anim the animations are absolutely fantastic. And I was like, the first time it transitioned from that cutscene into a fight. I was like, whoa, okay. Where I actually had to lean down and pick my controller up because I just wasn't prepared for it. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to be just like go go into it. So yeah, that game look looks gorgeous. Yeah, I mean it looks great. There, I I have a couple of issues with uh, I think the way the story resolves itself. I just I think that there is an there's a fight most of the way through it, which the game has been building up to for a very very long time. And then mm -hmm. after you have that fight, you have to fight like four more people, um, and it just feels a little anticlimactic. It feels like, okay, I just fought this the big bad. Why am I fighting Aquaman again now? Uh, and it was all to kind of push the story towards what is the inevitable conclusion because of the way the the last game, what the last game was about. Um, but I just felt like uh, it, it was it felt like that. The, the big fight with the big bad felt like the end to me, and then there was more. Um, and I, I'll say, too, that... And I felt this way about the first game, too. I feel like Wonder Woman comes out looking like pretty much the worst character who's ever existed. Because, like, her motivation is... Essentially, I've wanted to get in Superman's pants for a really long time, and I'll do anything to keep being in them yeah including letting him destroy the world like that pretty much seems like what the what her story was and and, and so i definitely i definitely didn't like that aspect of it, but that was the same in the first game as well i thought that her character it's one of those things where you get people writing the character who i don't think really understand the character and i know that injustice the injustice universe kind of you know turns stuff on its head and goes against a lot of what the characters stand for but in the cases of a lot of the other characters, like Superman, let's take Superman, who was obviously the most changed. He goes through a pretty traumatic experience, and it's sort of an extension of... It's an exact reversal of what he would normally do because he's realized that in his head, things I can't solve things the way that I thought they could. But he's coming from a motivational place of loss and despair, which makes him, even though he is a jerk and an asshole in this game, somewhat sympathetic because his wife, he he was tricked into killing his wife, killing his unborn child, and destroying the city in which he lived. So you can understand why someone kind of snaps and, and does a, a bunch of yeah. weird stuff. Yeah. None of that stuff happens to Wonder Woman. She just goes like, oh, good, Lois is now dead. Now I can move in. And it's just, it's just, it's just a terrible way... To, to, to bring that character out. And it was that way in the first game too. Um, and, and the game is great. Don't get me wrong. The story is great. The game is great. But I can't just like say like, oh, it's all good because that is a very, very, I think, bad way to portray that character. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And uh, I think, I think, unfortunately, I think that's kind of indicative of how like a lot of female characters in games are written anyway. Like they can have a like, you know, if they want to go down having like, the alternate take on her where she is like her motivations aren't um good as such and have her use her sexuality for her own gain then fine but don't have her just be like this you know she's she's just there purely for that that reason is just to sort of be like oh i want you know i want superman and nothing else type thing um, yeah, and they do a good job with some of the other female characters. I want to say, I think they do a good job with Supergirl, I think, as Kelsey said at the start. I think they do a really good job with Harley. I think yes, that with Harley, 100%. it's the exact opposite of her usual character, right? It's like it's like she no longer has this fascination with following the Joker, and she is yeah. her own person and yeah. her own character, and I love that about it. Yeah. Uh, they just do a bad job with Wonder Woman. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, have you messed around, Kelsey, with uh, like any online stuff? Have you played through like the multiverse thing, which is like the um, way to unlock stuff? It's like a challenge tower. Um, I haven't really dipped my toes in it because I was so focused on the because I ha I had to write a, um, a review for the game for yeah. uh, the site that I contribute to in Montreal. So I tried to play. I tried to finish. You can the game. you can plug it, Kelsey. You can plug it. It's okay. <laughs> Girls on Game Plus. 
<laughs> so I tried to fit, really finish the game in the amount of time uh, that I had. So I only dipped my toes in online and the multiverse. But um, I think the multiverse is a really good idea because if you're really into fighting games and you want, uh, let's say I really like loved Harley and I wanted to get like bonus stuff for Harley and I love and like dipping your toes in. It's sort of like um, the loot boxes for for Overwatch. It's the same kind of idea, um, except that you can you're you're pushing for specific things and you and if you play daily you get more prizes which i think mm-hmm. um if you really love the game and you're you know you're gonna play daily it's a great uh, a great addition yeah oh, absolutely I, they've done a very good job with reasons to play the game outside of the story that don't force you into competitive multiplayer where you might not have a lot of fun so they do a good a really good job with that i, th- I think um uh, my thing is like like Hugh said like I'm 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 coming to injustice purely for the story and the comic book yeah, nature same. of it nothing else you know so like for me it's like that stuff is really cool and, and in theory I love it but I'm probably not going to go back to it much since I beat the story so yeah like that's my plan that's that's where I am right now I I can see that the multiverse is a great addition but it's just not one that like we were just talking about this the other week how i hate long games <laughs> and like i personally maybe once in a while just to see what i could get and stuff like that but other than that um i think it's more for people who maybe this is like their game of let's say for two months and that's what they'll play for for two months but like for me or for us, like we're trying different things all the time. So yeah. to to utilize the extra content sometimes isn't something that I can do. I actually wanted to talk about something though, how you found the defense. Because like like being defensive in matches, yeah, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Because I found like defensive moves were okay. I was able to block them. But my one specific problem that I had, and this was like in the training at the beginning with uh, Batman and Superman, and even throughout the game, it was like um, escaping grabs. I, f- I forgot what they were, or throws. Like mm-hmm. like they're coming in to throw you, and you have to like escape. I, that I found like super difficult, and I um, talked to one of my friends who's really into the Injustice games, and he was saying that he found it difficult as well. Because at first I was like, oh, it's probably just because. I suck at fighting games, so <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my logic. You know, I went right there. I was like, oh, I'm horrible. That's why. But then first, and then someone else uh, said, no, no, no. Like, he found the same issues. So I was wondering if you found the same issues as well. or if- yeah, yeah, I... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, you. Go ahead. I... There was a few things in the tutorial that I, I had to skip because I was trying them repeatedly and i just couldn't do them like it was weird because it would show yeah. you um the like at first and you do it straight away and you're like oh okay that's fine and then when it came to like now do this three times no fucking way like it just got <laughs> yeah. like, I, I i just had so much trouble like and, and i can understand it they don't want to make it too easy to do those things otherwise matches will just end up with two people doing it to each other and it'll end up with like deadlock um mm-hmm. but like like i said there was some it could just be like i thought it was just me being terrible at fighting games um <laughs> but i found it so frustrating and i was so glad you could actually skip part of the tutorial otherwise i would still be in it right now so yeah <laughs> yeah that was yeah 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 i agree i mean i i think that look like you said i'm terrible at fighting games um specifically the defensive aspects of them you know like i yeah um you know i i'm, I'm pretty good at th- doing executing certain moves at certain times but i'm really bad at chaining together really good combos and i'm bad at at doing anything but blocking and getting lucky with even the direction in which i'm blocking because you know there's high block low block block and those will block different things 
throws, nothing can block a throw, but you can get out of a throw by burning some meter and doing like a, you know, a, a meter burn to get out of it. Um, you know, I, I, I'm just very bad at that stuff and I never really take the time uh, to learn that stuff in any sort of, uh, you know, real way. Because I'm always just trying to um, get my move, my meter up to the top so I can do the crazy super move and hopefully win. Uh, so, I'm, you know, that's why I don't take these games into like a, into anything more than just mainly their single player where, you know, I can pretty much reliably beat the AI in one or two chances. That's basically yeah. my deal. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, that kind of an interesting way leads into what I want to talk about this week, but I, I, but it will roll right into the other games that we've been playing, specifically Battlegrounds, which is that, uh, you know, how we play games, especially with us, because we play a lot of games and we're trying to play a lot of games to see as much stuff as we possibly can. So I don't think any of us spend a ton of time trying to get really good at any particular game. Um, you know, I, for my part, like, I get as good at a game as playing it as much as I play it will get me. So, like, I think that I'm mediocre, but not the worst at console Overwatch. This past weekend proved that Hugh and I are both the worst at PC Overwatch. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> for 100% yep. for sure. Uh, but, uh, you know, at console Overwatch, I'm, I'm, I'm okay at it. Like, I, I can hold my own. I'm never the reason my team would lose a match, Right. That's that's pretty much, and I've gotten there just because I've played it a lot, right? But no, I don't like think up strategies or or, or look up what what's going on. Um, so I I never do that, right? For, for me, um, with Battlegrounds though, and same thing with Injustice. Like I just I'm just playing Injustice to play through the story. It's even less than something like Overwatch because I'm not going to play it enough to even get decent at it enough to be not bad at it, right? I'm just I'm going to be bad at Injustice or any other fighting game of its kind but battlegrounds which you and i uh have both been playing quite a bit um together a lot of it together uh which has been which has been a lot of fun um is a game that i want to be better at like i i I play it and every time i play it i think okay what did i do in this match wrong what did i do right and how can i be better um if i get in that situation again like every time i die i go okay what was about the situation that i died was i just running in an open field for too long of a time. And that's why, like, I, you know, I just got in a bad situation in that game. You can get in a bad situation and you have to do a lot of running across open fields to get to the safe area. And in that case, like, there's not much you can really do, you know, if you haven't planned it out correctly. And then that's the strategy in itself. Like, don't get to a point where you have to be running for for two straight minutes, you know, just to just to not get hit by the blue wall and start taking damage. Like I did um, earlier, yeah. Yes, you did that earlier <laughs> on your stream, but we've all done it. Like, I've done it a ton of times. And, and so I think, okay, uh, when do I need to start moving to make sure that doesn't happen? But there's also a threshold where you don't want to start moving too early because you don't want to be in that first way of people to move because there's going to be people who are waiting for you to move. So you got to figure out the right way to go. You know, how, what, how do you use cover? How do you not use cover? Um, and then it come, then the situations where you do get in a firefight and you go, okay, this person, I had, I should have had the drop on them, but somehow they got the drop on me. What did I do wrong? Was I too aggressive? Was I not aggressive enough? Was I, was I trying to use the wrong weapon at the wrong time? You know, what, what should I have done there? Um, and, and I think that every time I play, I'm constantly thinking about that stuff, and I want to look at how good people are playing the game to see what I can pick up from those people to get better at the game. Um, and that's sort of a new experience for me. You know, I think the last time I felt that way was probably Super Smash Brothers, you know, where I was playing with friends a lot and I didn't want to lose all the time. So I was like, okay, I need to get better at this game so I can push it and be better. So that's how I'm playing Battlegrounds. You know, when I played, I played on my own. Hugh and I streamed some yesterday. It didn't go particularly well. No. Um, <laughs> It was entertaining, but it, but it didn't go particularly well for either of us. <laughs> um, and then I played on my own later that night, and I got to, like, number six. Uh, and I got three kills, which is the best I've ever done. And in that one, I was like, okay, like, I got some equipment, and I was bad on equipment. You know, I wasn't doing great on equipment, but I was got to the point where the, I was kind of – I needed to push in farther. And I didn't want, I didn't want to get in a situation again where I'm – 
where I'm far outside the circle, I have to move inside the circle, and I'm constantly in open air, moving slowly, right? I was like, okay, so what's the best way to combat that right now? So I hopped in a car, and I just drove to where I thought the middle of the circle was going to be in the end. And I went into this building, I went into this building, and went up this um, uh, this hospital, this really high hospital, like four floors, and went up on the roof, and up there I happened to find a rifle with a silencer and a scope, uh, not a great scope, but like a, a, a just a, a scope, and I just laid I laid my 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 ass flat down on that roof, and just waited for people to come running around, and sure enough, people came running around, and I was picking people off from top of that roof, and I made it to basically the next to last circle, before I I had to move, and I'm getting ready to move, and I see somebody running, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna pick this person up before I get off the circle. And they hid behind a rock and I was trying to pick them off and I was hitting them here and there. And then I just lost track of the timer. The circle sort of enveloped me. I had to jump off of the roof to, for the, if I didn't have a chance. And by the time I landed, took some damage and then started to move, it was over because that last circle like eats you up almost immediately. Yeah. And I was like, okay, in this situation, I, if I had jumped off earlier and just moved quicker, I would still have been behind people who were running up, so I still had the, the drop on them, but I could have had a chance to keep moving forward. Or if I had popped those painkillers, which give you heal over time, before I decided to jump off, I would have been self-healing as I went already, and you know I would have been able to keep going. You know, I, I might have had a better chance, and I might have gotten to three or two. And and, and uh, I've become very much into that that fact, you know, and thinking about like, okay, like if I'm if I hear gunfire close to me, maybe I shouldn't always be hiding, right? Maybe I should I should think like, if people are shooting each other, they're not going to be paying attention to where I'm coming from, and I might be able to get the drop on these people who are shooting near me. Yeah, or, and and sorry, factor yeah. in the fact that if two people are firing at each other, there's decent odds that uh, the person who doesn't die in that exchange may well have taken some damage. So if you're at full health, you're at, you're at an advantage there. Um, and it, 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 like you say, your instinct when you hear gunfire is to to avoid it. Um, and earlier on, I was like making a bit more of an effort to be a bit aggressive. Like if I heard gunfire, I was looking around in case. Like I never actually a lot of the time I didn't actually see, um, like physically see the people. So I just kept going. Um, but I think from now on, I am actually gonna like you say try and if i can see the exchange happening like set myself up and try and sort of pick the bones of that and sort of you know get get a few kills that way um right yeah yeah but and it's like there's just a brilliant amount of depth to that game for something so simple as just sort of like parachuting pick up some like the stuff that you're luckily enough to get and stay inside a circle like that is the basis of the game, but there's so much like to think about in it. Um, like you say, it's, um, that learning curve is what what keeps you coming back. Um, and I want to learn it. You know, yeah. that's that's the thing too. Like there are plenty of games that have like interesting learning curves and are easy to sort of get into, but very hard to get better at. But for some reason, this game is one that I actually really want to get better at. Um, and I'm not sure exactly what it is. I think it's it's part of like the zeitgeist of it's so popular right now, and all these like people who I follow in the games journalism world are playing it constantly. So it's sort of always in my mind. Um, but like, like, like for instance, we were we were you were streaming today, and there was like you had a there was a guy running up. You were behind a wall, like behind a uh, like a waist high wall. You were crashed yeah. down, and there was a guy running up, um, and. You did exactly probably what I would have done in that situation if I was playing, right? Which was that I was like, okay, I'm just going to hope he doesn't see me. And when he gets close to me, I'm going to unload on him, right? But the happened is he probably, he might have seen you. He might yeah. not have seen you. But when he got into your view, he forced you almost to react to him, right? Mm -hmm. Because once he saw you, he was close to you. He unloaded on you, right? Whereas if you had picked him off, farther away you might have had a chance to have the drop on it yeah and the, st the stupid thing is in that situation if i had stood upright and found like a gap in the wall because there's like the walls are broken in, mm -hmm. in places i could have easily had like two-thirds of my body covered 
mm-hmm. and been shooting at him from that cover and at least put some damage on him before he got to me. Um, and I did think to myself, I was like, I, sh- I should have gone for him as soon as I saw him and started firing at him because I can't remember exact. I think he shot me with a rifle, but I... Th- I think I had the, a better gun with, um, mm-hmm. like at the range, I I would have had when I first saw him. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's that sort of that momentary decision making where you're like, you've got to consider the factors around you. Like I said, that I I had some cover there, and I waited until he was inside that cover, which was a complete mistake on my part. And I should have waited, like I should have stood up mm-hmm. with that wall covering me and started firing. And if he had come back at me with a few shots and, and hit me, I could have crouched and taken cover again. Um so it's just things like that. Like you like like you say, every time you play it, stuff happens where you're like, Okay, I did this wrong. Next time I I need to be aware of that. Like earlier on when I was playing, I went into a house. And I could hear someone up on the roof. Um, and just before I heard him, I was checking on the circle to see, right, I, you know, I'll wait until there's this amount of time before the blue circle starts contracting. Mm. And then I'll start moving. But then as soon as I heard this guy, I just came completely engrossed in, like, that guy being there and getting into a firefight with him. Like it turns out that he did appear, and like I killed him, but I left then was left in a position where I was then always playing catch up with the circle. Like I was always constantly having to be on the move, and I I got lucky. I managed to stay alive for a fair bit longer. Um, I think that was the game where I was just like running towards a hut. Yeah, yeah out of nowhere, it was just like, blam! And I was just like, (laughs) fuck. Um, Because I I honestly said, I was thinking, oh, if I get in this hut, because it was right on the edge of the circle. Yeah, I was thinking, if I get in this hut, because the next circle's like not going to be too far away from where I am, I'm set. I I thought I could have probably got into the... I think I should have got into the top 10 in that game. Yeah. Um, But... It's just little factors like that. Like, I th- I think I did the right thing in waiting to engage that guy because I think if I had run around, he probably would have heard me and chased me and got me from yeah. behind. Totally, um, yes. But then, like, one one thing you do then leads to your decision-making having to take in other factors. Mm. Um, and, like, it's an incredibly exciting game as well. Like when you're playing it, you are like your heart rate just shoots through the frigging roof. And you're just <laughs> like, like I, th- I think a lot of it as well, like say, like going back on when that guy, I was covering, like covered behind that wall and I waited for that guy to come through. Like I'm still getting to grips with mouse and keyboard, um, which is part of the reason why I'm so bad at Overwatch on PC, but <laughs> yes, fairly decent on console. Um, and I just like I had a I think I was behind the wall with I think maybe I can't remember whether I had a shotgun or I think I had an assault rifle actually. You had an assault rifle with a, like a holographic scope or something. Yes. Um yeah. so strictly speaking, if I had hit him with two bursts from that, I should have killed him. Um but I think I I hit him with maybe like half of one burst and whiffed on the other, and he just blasted me and took me down um so like being mindful of just staying calm is is a factor as well like you can't just, oh yeah like, absolutely shoot yes. your hand across the mouse map because you'll just end up firing like past them as opposed to at them so it's yeah it's it's brilliant like i i just it's such a like it's just in an intriguing game you just want to get back like after every round you want to get back into it and see what you can find and who you come up against and sort of try out new things and like new tactics and stuff and it's just i don't know like you say is at the moment is a very popular game so there is that thing where like a lot of people are playing it and you want to play it too 
But I think even if it wasn't quite as there wasn't quite as much buzz around it anyway, I probably still would really enjoy it because I I just love that. Like I said, a about the learning curve, b that that whole like tension when you're playing it, and just like playing it with somebody as well is like I think that heightens the tension even more. Oh yes, it definitely because when does. you're like, yes. oh my fuck, footsteps. <laughs> And you're like, where, 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 where the, where the fuck? Oh, sorry, are? that's my teammate footsteps clomping around next to me when we're trying to be quiet <laughs> yeah. and listen for somebody. Coming Dude, up. stop moving for God's sake! <laughs> but who and I did this thing right, which we we the t- our tactic was correct, but our execution was bad, right? Yes. Where we 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 happened to just be da- right in the middle of the circle. We were in a house in the middle of the circle, and basically we we're like, we're just gonna stay here. Like we have pretty good guns. Like we're gonna we're gonna this room has only one way into it. We're gonna sit here and we're gonna do it. And eventually somebody came and like we were like we were both just a little too far away from the door with like the wrong guns and we just didn't do it. We just we just we just died. Yeah. Um where if like I had been right behind the door with a shotgun and he had been like in front of the door with a rifle, we probably would have taken them out. You know? Um or as soon as that door opened, if we had thrown a grenade like into that door, we would have been like we probably would have been good. But Again, you learn from it. You go, okay, what did we do wrong here? Now we can change it. What, what I'm very curious about is, I mean, when this eventually comes to console, because they've already said it's going to come to console, mm-hmm. they've, they've kind of said they're not going to bring it until it's out of early access because they want it to be polished the time it's on a console. That might be a little different for Xbox. Xbox has like a early access program called Game Preview, um, so they might bring it there first. Um, but what I'm curious about is what's going to be the first big publisher and developer to do this, you know, in a game or as its own game. Yeah, to get on the like battle royale type yeah. thing. Because it, like, on PC, like I've heard about, um, like King of the Kill, which we played a little bit of. Which we did, yeah. Which was a yeah. shit show. It was a shit show. Um, yeah. Which it, that's not a slight on the game. The game itself seems quite fun, but it's <laughs> laggy as hell. We had server issues and so on and so forth. Yeah, it was just we, we basically couldn't play together, so it was tough to play. Yeah. It's basically the same game as Battlegrounds with just some slight differences. Yeah, it's a bit more over the top. Um, yes. But yeah, I think that's been popular for a while, and Battlegrounds just seems to have just exploded as well. Yeah, because it's just, my guess is Ubisoft. That's my guess is Ubisoft. Yeah, it's it's just that bit more refined, and I think there's a lot more. Uh, propensity to give you um, like the way to sort of adapt your own play style whereas I get the impression with H1Z1 it's a bit more just sort of like shooty shooty kill kill yeah um, I mean I bet there's a, I bet there's a lot of we, we, we didn't we didn't play it very much I mean I'm sure there's a lot of nuance to that game as well yeah. but uh you know what it actually what the differences are and how they go i don't know but battlegrounds is definitely because you don't have to craft anything you know because there's it's a very it's a very simplified version of one of those games it's very easy to get into and i think when it eventually does come to console i think it's going to attract a ton of people who wouldn't normally play a game like that because i'm not the kind of person who would normally play a game like that and i'm in love with it so um yeah that's been taking up most of my time i played a little bit of the arms uh, global test punch that was this past weekend. I missed all uh, of that. I was quite disappointed. I played about an hour. I played. I got into one of the play sessions. The game seems really cool. Justin could probably speak to it more next week when he's on because he played a bunch more than I did. Um, he played like almost, I think he got ended up playing like four or five hours of oh, it. Nice. Um, but I didn't use motion controls either, but what I the character designs are awesome. Like the, the personality is totally there. It's got that very new Nintendo, like Splatoon type attitude and feeling to it. Which is cool. which is awesome. Uh, there's a it's a lot of depth actually the mechanics with the arms and the different arms and how they go together and what you can do with them. Yeah, it's and, like three and a half thousand combinations or something. Yeah, by the time you unlock everything, yeah. Uh, the, the multi it was multiplayer only. Obviously, they, they it was their party mode. So basically, it just like throws you into a lobby with a bunch of different people, and then just kind of and then kind of like moves you guys from mode to mode as you're going along. So. There was like 1v1, there was 1v1v1, there was 2v2, there was their weird sports mode stuff, like there was like the volleyball game and the basketball game where you dunk your opponent and stuff like that. So uh, I think that game's going to be pretty cool. I don't know what the single player component's going to be. I don't think they've really shown off or talked about that at all. Uh, but uh, 
it has a lot of personality, has a lot of a lot of quirk, and I think it'll be a fun game to play with people online for sure. Sweet. Um, and uh, that's really it. Uh, that's the things thing I've been playing. Uh, Hugh, you played a little more Dead Cells, right? Yeah, I've um, I've been really, really enjoying that game. Um, I think I I, I haven't played. Um, like I'm not a massive um, like roguelike. Um, I wouldn't say fan because I enjoy them, but I haven't played that many of them. Um, but in terms of roguelike games that I've played since Rogue Legacy, I think this is shape enough to be the most enjoyable it does share a lot of um comparisons like the levels i don't think they change in terms of how procedural they are as much as rogue legacy but they do they let their format changes after every death um and i do think the one thing that i think lets it down a little bit compared to rogue legacy is you I don't think you feel like you're making quite as much progress every time you you have a run in it as you do in Rogue Legacy. Like every time you play that game, it feels like the next time you're unlocking new stuff, you become more powerful um, and you get that bit further every time. Um, whereas in this, I'm, I think I've hit... Like each area has... Um, what it calls elites so you kill like I think there's two elites in each area you kill one um, which is like a lower level elite and you you'll get like an item like an upgraded weapon or something like that the second elite you kill you get um, like these runes so if you remember when you were playing Bobby there's like those weird like coffin shaped things and it says when you yeah. run past them like rub Mm -hmm. so eventually you get something which makes them do something i won't tell you because it's you know don't want to spoil it not that there's anything spectacular but um so you then from them you gain ways to get around better like there's the first ring you get like makes um like little vines shoot out of the floor that you can climb um so i've gone through three areas and i think i've just got to the point where I found like the first big boss and I got absolutely trashed um <laughs> by it. Um and the base the basis of the game like is you go around as you kill an enemy you you not every enemy drops them but you get you pick up these things called cells. Um and as you move from one area to the next there's always like a safe area where you stop off you invest the cells that you've got in upgrades so you can either unlock um new weapons altogether or you can upgrade what you've got and also sometimes when you go around enemies drop blueprints for new weapons um but you only keep those blueprints if you get to one of those safe areas and give them to the dude who you invest yourselves with and then there's another room then where you heal up and then you carry on um but when you die you go back to the start and unless you unlock certain things, you always start off with like a basic sword and a basic bow and arrow. So far, I've only unlocked the ability where it gives you um, a random one of the ranged weapons you've unlocked. Um, so you can sort of start off with better weapons. Um, I think that's where it falls short a little bit against Rogue Legacy. Like you don't, you always start you're always starting your run with um like weapons up and not necessarily at the power because you you still come up against like lower level enemies in the first area but you don't feel like you can get through the areas you've been in um as quickly because you're not like as powerful um but that being said I'm really really enjoying it like anyone who like likes roguelike games get it it's cheap i think it was seven pounds on steam so probably maybe like nine ten dollars in the states um and i think i've already put about 11 hours into it and if i've only hit the first boss after 11 hours there's you know i'm not sure how how big the game is but i'm guessing there's um you know a good chunk of it left to play um i also had a quick go on another roguelike called badass hero 
um, which I only played about half an hour of it. Um, it felt a bit weird because the controls in that, whereas like Dead Cells is just straight up like controller support. Um, the controls in Badass Hero are um, keyboard and mouse. So where you're aiming is controlled by the mouse and you're moving with WSASD. Um, which feels a bit awkward, so I'm going to have to play it a bit more and get used to it. But it's very cool. Like, the, the levels are done as if you're moving from, uh, like, panel to panel on a comic book page. Um, and I think every, every time you die, uh, every time you kill an enemy, you pick up, like, ink. And you can invest this, the ink in, like, unlocking upgrades. So I think in terms of, um, like, a skill tree and upgrades... I think that might have what Dead Cells does in terms of like making you feel like you're progressing and getting more powerful after every run. But I'm gonna have to play some more of it for that. So yeah, a bit of a um a roguelike um binge for me right now. Um <laughs> I th- I think that's um the simultaneous benefit and drawback of having Steam. Yes, there you can you get into a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah. And the I, I, I buy thing. like every I buy like every humble humble bundle, and so I have like seven thousand games that, and about four thousand of them I don't even know what they are. I just they just came in the humble bundle. <laughs> I need to like create folders in my Steam. To yeah. Like no, like, these are the games that I'm really interested in playing. These are the ones I have no idea what they are. Blah blah whatever. But um, yeah, and the summer sale is coming up pretty soon, a couple weeks from now, and that's gonna be that's gonna be a thing. Definitely gonna be a thing. Um, excited to see what's on there though. The, the Grand Theft Auto Five is always on it, but it's always like, oh, now it's only fifty four dollars and not fifty nine dollars. Uh, so there's that. I saw a sale. I'm sure I saw it on Steam recently. It was down as low as I think it was twenty five pounds. Okay, well um, that's so probably what's, like a, what's that like forty bucks here? Uh, probably not that much right now. Probably. Oh, that's yeah, true. I would say probably maybe thirty dollars, possibly. Okay. Um. So yeah, hopefully it'll be um, yeah, because I, I wouldn't mind getting that because there's some fun things on um, GTA Five on the PC yeah. that I want to get involved in because there's that I think you've got to apply to join it, but there's an actual like a server that you can join on um, GTA where you can role play. Yeah, I know. So it's it, crazy. Yeah, so it like procedurally generates you a character and you give them a name and then you just basically like role play as that character and it just looks like <laughs> really good fun. That's cool. That's very very cool. Um, so I promised, I promised Hugh and Kelsey we'd be done by eight and it's eight o'clock right now. Um, so, uh, we're going to cut this episode a little bit shorter than usual, but, uh, we've got, the cool thing is we've got a bunch of listener questions for next week. Hugh, I don't want to go over your topic cause I don't want to rush it. That's this fine. Week, obviously. Yes, that's too meaty to a pretty, do that. Yeah, imp- important topic. That'll kind of have to be like, clear the decks. It's what we're talking about for the whole show. Yeah. I think I think kind of thing. Um, but keep getting your questions in games at talkingcombooks.com or talking underscore games on Twitter. We love them. We want to keep them coming in. We've got some some Luciano, some from Sam, some from Meg. So, so we got we got some stuff lined up, but we, we want some more for sure. Um I think that um Cody is putting together kind of like a community game sesh on Friday night. He is, yes. He uh, mentioned this to me earlier on. I played a yeah, bit of uh, Some Overwatch, I think, maybe some other stuff, but uh Head to our, uh, there's a link on our Twitter for it. Goes to our Reddit there. You know, he's going to set up and talk to you about it there. So you can check that out. Um, and, and, you know, get involved if you want to be. I, I'll definitely try to jump in. I don't know what my schedule is going to be Friday night, but I'm going to try to jump on for at least a little bit. Try to play a little bit. So that should be a, a good time for sure. Um, make sure you check out our YouTube channel. Uh, we're creeping up towards 100 subscribers. We're up to like around 80 now. Wow, cool. So that's, that, that's pretty cool. Um, turns out do, putting out videos gets you more subscribers who'd have thunk it so that is cough um, faith right there yeah, it's cough faith right there um we are uh we're we're, we're doing some stuff you and i are going to keep doing battleground streams when we can uh, both solo and, and and together um i got the my morning run feature which i think is only going to be tomorrow this week because friday i have work in the uh, pretty early uh but i'm gonna try to play some more dead cells tomorrow morning so look out for that uh, the first episode of uh, Justin and I's Until Dawn playthrough will be up tomorrow as well. So look for that. Uh, get two episodes in the can. One's called Squirrel Murder and one's called Erotic Possibilities. So you have fun. Yes. Nice. Both of, My both two of favorite those. things. <laughs> um, 
for those of you who play Until Dawn, Justin killed all the animals. So he's in for a treat uh, a coming up. <laughs> um, uh, you can follow me personally on Twitter at Bobby Shortle. Hugh. I am at H underscore Paz. And Kelsey. K-E-L-S-S-A-M-U-S. Uh, and yes, uh, please follow us on all our networks. You know, we all our, um, our like screen names and stuff for Steam and for PSN and stuff are all uh, in the show notes for these posts. You know, friend us and just put in the notes like, hey, from Talking Games or whatever so we know uh, wh- where you're coming from. So expect more streams, more stuff coming out. Um, and thank you for the support so far because it's been, it's been awesome. Um, steadily growing, but we love having such a dedicated community. So thank you. Thank you so, so yeah, much. It's awesome. Yeah. And thank you, Hugh. Thank you, Kelsey. Thank you, Bobby. And thank you to all of you who listen. Until next time, be good to one another.